Hi there, everyone. Dr. Hashem Hasabala here with you again for another episode of the Healthcare Musings podcast. Last week, I had shared an experience that I had coming home from a work trip where they made an announcement uh, requesting a doctor. And I rose my hand and I found an uh, elderly gentleman who was quite ill. And uh, with the help of an ICU nurse, we uh, tended for him and cared for him, and he got better. Um, they did, you know, paramedics did have to meet him at the gate, but he walked off of the plane uh, doing well, and it felt wonderful uh, helping someone. Um, and I kind of reflected on that experience. Thinking over that experience, now that, it, you know, almost a week has passed, and I, there are some lessons learned. Um, I mean, First of all, thank God that there was an ICU nurse with me on the plane because she could do things that I didn't know how to do. So, for example, I strongly suspected his blood sugar was low. He was hypoglycemic. But I don't know how to take a blood sugar. I've never done it. I don't know how to use a lancet and shake the blood. You know, I, I'm sure I could figure out how to put the blood on the strip and put it in the machine, but I've never done that before. So, um, an IV. The last time I think I put an IV in was in medical school. Now, central line, no problem. I could put a central line in the internal jugular vein. I could put the central line in the subclavian vein. Uh, I can put it in the femoral vein. Um, I, don't, I don't think I've put an IV in in perhaps decades because I never had to learn the skill, right? I've always had to do a central line. Right. I can do an arterial line. I can put a, a similar kind of thing in an artery, in the radial artery, that doesn't help someone on a plane where I don't need to put an arterial line. I, I don't know how to put an IV in. Um, if we had to do CPR, where do you do it? Do you just lay him on the chairs, which you know is very tight, or do you just pull him to the floor and do CPR? I mean. Um, and then, you know, they're going to have to land the plane if, the, if, if, if we do CPR, right? And then, you know, I don't think they have intubation equipment. So what do you do in that situation? So I think there was a whole bunch of lessons learned for me. And so number one, number one, I have to learn how to <laughs> do a blood sugar. I have to learn how to take a blood sugar. Um, it's so important. And I think a, a lot of sick people, diabetics especially, and they could be on a plane and maybe they haven't eaten all morning, right? And they took their medications or they took their insulin, but they neglected to eat all morning before the flight because of the hectic and the security and getting through the airport and making sure you make it to the gate on time. I think that's what happened to this gentleman. He just didn't eat. He, he, he told us as much. I got to learn how to do a blood sugar. I got to figure that out because it's really important to diagnose hypoglycemia so you can treat it. Now, you can argue well, just give them glucose, which is what we did, and whatever. If they're not hypoglycemic, at least you've treated it. That's true. Still, I think it's a, an important skill for me to be able to take a blood sugar, just to know what it is. Um, second, I have to learn how to put in IVs. <laughs> um, they don't have central line kits on planes. <laughs> I'm almost certain of that. So I have to learn how to put an IV. I did it once in medical school. I think I got to learn again. Um, if 
someone does suffer cardiac arrest. I think we have to, um, you know, we have to quickly, um, quickly uh, throw, bring them onto the ground and um, perform CPR on the floor because that way you have a firm surface underneath and then you can able to do adequate chest compressions. And I think you don't have to worry, obviously you don't have to worry about mouth to mouth or if they have a bag mask valve, great. But if they don't, then I think you do one or two man CPR um, or two person CPR, one or two person CPR um, on the plane. And then tell you know the crew that we're gonna have to land and have EMS ready. Um, if you have to lay down, I think it's it's quite difficult to have, you know, those chairs don't recline. So I think you have to figure out how to recline them on 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 two or three chairs across. So uh, I think those are kind of some of the lessons that I learned that I'm going to now work on. That I'm once I get back on site, which is in a couple of days, I'm gonna seek out this the techs and the nurses and teach and and and, and learn how to do blood sugar, how to do IVs, and then plan for next time. God forbid, I hope this never happens. God forbid, but if it does, at least um, I can be as prepared as possible to help someone who was, who may be sicker than this gentleman ended up being. So those are some lessons learned. I hope uh, you benefited from them. And that's, those are my, that's my homework. Uh, so that the next time um, I'm on a plane and an announcement comes through, ladies and gentlemen, is there a doctor on the plane? Hopefully, God willing, I will be ready. Thank you so much for your time and attention. And this is Dr. Hashem Hasabala for the Healthcare Musings podcast.